Caitlin and how's your week going so far oh my gosh it's going so good I just got home last night from Mississippi and I went to Alabama and it was really fun um I don't know it was fun I was only there for the weekend but it was a good weekend how are you I'm doing great I actually had a surprise birthday party on Sunday and they all got me and I turned 21 tomorrow so it's an exciting week that is so exciting. Turning 21 is so exciting because I think you start to feel like a real adult. Yes. I'm like, I have nothing figured out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're just like, I'm not a baby adult. I always tell people I'm a baby adult, not a real adult. That's what I need to start saying because I was like, I have no idea what I'm doing right now. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get it figured out. It'll be fine. That's what we're all doing. We're all just um, faking it until we make it. So yeah, <laughs> that's fine. But that's so exciting. Happy birthday. Thank you. Um, welcome to the You're Doing Great podcast. I don't think we said that yet, but that's okay. Welcome out. <laughs> um, we're just so excited to start this. I think we like posted the trailer a couple of weeks ago, and I've just been so anxious and excited to like really get into it and talk about things that I'm so passionate about. Nothing? Okay. I didn't know if you had anything. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) No, I just didn't know if you had anything to add. Um, This week, we're going to talk about therapy and our experiences and I think like some of the stigma behind therapy and give advice um, to someone that is maybe wanting to start therapy. I'm excited about it. I thought of this idea on the plane, so... (laughs) It's, it's a great, it's a great idea because I feel like no one talks about it. No, sure. I, that, this is one thing that kind of started my passion about mental health was I started going to therapy, which has always been very encouraged in my family because my mom's a counselor. Um, but I kind of noticed people had like a stigma behind it. And so what really sparked me like talking about mental health and like trying to get rid of the stigma behind it was me going to therapy. And I've had so many people tell me that they thought I was Looney Tunes crazy for talking about it so openly and, but it ended up changing their mind about it. So I'm excited. I'm excited to talk about it. Yes. Um, so I have like some questions and I figured we could just talk about them and answer them and just have an open conversation about it. Yes. I love it. Um, okay. So the first one I had was just introduce your like therapy experience, um, like how you got into it, what your first impressions of it were and all that kind of stuff. So my like getting into therapy, I feel like is like a long story almost because like when I was growing up, I struggled with anxiety a lot, but when I got into like high school, it started getting worse and I actually like became dehydrated Um, because I couldn't like keep anything down because I was just so overly anxious and so when we went to the hospital they're like well like why are you dehydrated and I was like oh I'm just anxious like I can't do anything about it and so it was kind of like scary because they said like 
if you don't go see a therapist, like you're going to be like right back here in the same spot, but like on the psych floor and there's stigma around that too. And I was just like, mm-hmm. Oh Lord, I do not want to be there. <laughs> so I was like, take me to therapy. <laughs> and so that was kind of my experience. And the first like counselor I went to, like absolutely my favorite, her name's Jen. And she was my favorite person in the world. I love that. What about I, you? So um, one thing I've talked about, um, and I think it's almost kind of the start of my mental health journey. I was really young, but I was attacked by a dog as a little kid. And um, I ended up in the hospital and had to get plastic surgery. Like it was very a big dramatic event in my life that caused me to have PTSD. Um, and my mom, who was in her master's program at the time for clinical counseling, um, like the first thing she wanted me to do after being attacked was to get into counseling and to get into therapy and talk to someone. Um, and so I remember from that, like, I wanted, I had to talk about like, obviously what happened with the dog. And I had been actually attacked by a bunch of bees at one point and had like crippling anxiety surrounded by bees. So we just lumped that one in there too. Um, so that was my very first experience. And then about two years ago, I started going to a counselor. Um, and I've like been consistently seeing Ashley and she's the best. That's awesome. Um, yeah. So what has been the most beneficial therapy experience for you? Like what has been the most like beneficial thing that you've gotten out of it? Um, so I think like the biggest thing is, is like my one counselor I went to, like she was like the most recent counselor. I haven't been in the, I've been in therapy for like two years now, which is insane to think about. Um, but she'd always tell me like, is there anything that you can do about that? Cause I'd always get like nervous. I'm like, well, like, what if this person is, like, upset because I said this? And she's like, well, can you control how they're feeling? And I was like, no. And she's like, well, then it's out of your hands. And so I always tell myself, I'm like, well, you can't control that. So it's just out of my hands. So I can't worry about it. And so I feel like that's, like, the most beneficial things because I always worry about stuff that I can't control. So that was really good for me. Yeah, that's good. I love when counselors kind of have something my counselor always does similar stuff to that like well can you control that yeah no well well, what do you think about that how does that make you feel (laughs) that's her her glowing lines how does that make you feel yeah it was so funny because I'll like catch myself like saying that to myself like in my room I'm like well I can't control that so it's not my (laughs) (laughs) what about you um I think the most beneficial thing for me um I very much invalidate everything I feel I could be cold and tell myself that I'm hot like it does not matter I will make sure like I'm like no you're fine like you're literally fine um so I think for me the biggest thing was validating the way I was feeling is normal um or not necessarily normal even but validating that the way I feel is real yeah and that it doesn't matter like what other people say in a situation because you know I'll talk to her and Sometimes it's just like, I'm ranting to her for like an hour (laughs) and I'll be like, oh, and I feel this way, but I don't know. And she'll kind of say like, well, no, like if you feel that way, that matters. Yeah. And that has been benefit. It doesn't matter what their intention was. It's, it's the way you, they made you feel. 
that's good so yeah that was really good um yeah. I go ahead Sorry. <laughs> no, you're I was like because people always tell me they're like oh I'm fine I'm fine and I'm like it's okay to not be okay but like until you admit that like things aren't good and like you're feeling these things then like you're not going to get better it's just going to keep going down so I feel like that's the biggest thing like with validating your feelings like it's okay to not be okay but like what are you going to do about it yeah exactly Exactly. And I think for me personally, I am one of those people. I'm like, no, we're just going to keep pushing. Or I used to be that kind of person. Um, I think through counseling, I've learned like, no, let's externally process this. Let's talk about it. Let's validate that um, the way you feel is okay. And I think that's always in any situation, like the way someone feels that's okay but you can't let the way you feel affect how you treat other people. And I think that's a big thing I've learned. That's really good. Um, have you experienced any stigma like from therapy, from other people? Um, I know for me, I have a little bit, but because I'm so open about it, I don't think people can feel like they can be judgmental, (laughs) but I had a boss once that said, um, I told him that I couldn't work I, or I was going to be late for work because I had a counseling appointment and he was like, what are you crazy? Like, are you clinically insane? And I just looked at him dead in the face and said, yes. Go you. <laughs> <He> was, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I am. And I'm actually going to hunt you down. So watch yeah. out. Like I'm I've lost it. Um, but I just, I think there's no good way to take that and like I couldn't be offended in that situation because he has no idea what I go through yeah yeah no I I have not experienced firsthand like stigma about it but that's because when I was going through counseling um I was like a sophomore in high school and it like wasn't like I mean it's still really not normal to talk about it but I just like never said like where I was going I was like always like oh it's just like a doctor's appointment Mm -hmm. but like looking back now like what like I think about like therapy and stuff it's literally just like a doctor's appointment like a regular checkup but like for mm-hmm. your mind. so like why is it like such a big deal if I'm going to therapy or not that's so good I've actually never really thought of it like that because I I mean as much as I talk about it I still so like I was working at a small smaller business at the time um but like now that I work at a kind of bigger corporation I'm just like oh I have a doctor's appointment or like I told the professor last semester, he was like, he kept pressing me about where I, why I was missing his class. It yeah. wasn't consistently. It was one time. And he was like, why aren't you going to be there? And I was like, I have a doctor's appointment. I, <laughs> <laughs> and like, I should just be like, I'm going to counseling. Yeah. Doctor, I'm going to counseling. Yeah. Honestly, if I was on therapy now, I mean, I say that I will do this, but I feel like I'll still be nervous, like saying it around certain people. I think it's hard because not, I mean, the stigma behind it is deep. It's, it's deep rooted. Like people, um, I think immediately would hear, I think it's the same way that if you were to say, I'm going to a neurologist, someone would be concerned because they're like, what, do you have like a brain tumor? (laughs) Yeah. Um, And so I think people immediately are like, what are you, are you okay? are you suicidal? Are you? And it's like, no, like people can go to counseling because they just need someone to talk to. Yeah. 
yeah, it's just like a checkup. Like basically, I like to think it was my therapist. Like she was my friend, even though she wasn't. Like she was giving <laughs> me that stuff, but she felt like a really good friend. Yeah, yeah. No, I think that's such a good way to think of that, and I'll probably use that from now on. There you go. <laughs> um, if you could tell yourself like pre-therapy something, so like before you'd ever gone, um, about going to therapy, like what would you tell yourself? I think I would tell myself like it's worth it because I think I was just so nervous about like well what am I gonna say to this person like for an hour but like once you sit in that counseling chair like in a good way you just like pour everything out that you've been Mm -hmm. holding in because I just feel like it's good because that person doesn't know like any anybody in my personal life so like I can say anything I want to and it's not going to get to anybody and so yeah pre-therapy I would just tell myself like honestly just like let go because like that's what you can do in that counseling office like no one knows what you're saying and so that's what I loved about therapy is I could say whatever the heck I wanted to yeah like you're not allowed to tell my secrets (laughs) you can't tell anybody (laughs) um yeah I I would probably tell myself something similar but I think I would also tell myself like give it time Um, I've been in therapy for two years, pretty consistently going like every, probably two weeks, like not every week or anything like that. But, um, now I've gotten to the point where I pretty much only go like for a checkup, like once a month. Um, but it wasn't even until maybe even this past year that I had some of my biggest like breakthrough moments. Um, and that's what I, people I think because I'm so open about about it, come to me and they're like, I'm going to therapy. And I'm like, that's awesome. <laughs> and um, what the thing I always say to them first is give it time. Yeah. Because I, it can be so defeating. Like, and you like get there and you're like, I've been going for two whole days and <laughs> I'm still not healed from my <laughs> mental illness. So what's going on? Yeah, that's so true. Yeah, because um, I have, like, three different counselors. And, like, that's also a thing, too. Like, you can try a few different ones until you find the one that works for you. Mm-hmm. That's what – so one of the other questions I had was, what's your best advice for someone thinking of going to therapy, which is kind of what we're saying right now. Yeah. But that's what I've always said to people is if it's not working after a couple – like, not working, working, but if you're not feeling like you're – relationship with your therapist is going well after a couple tries like they're not going to be offended if you go to someone else (laughs) yeah literally like honestly like their heart is just for you to get better um because I had to stop going to one of my like therapists or whatever she's called because um she like had me keep a journal and every time I would get anxious about something I'd write it down and I go back through and I look at it and I'm like, what the heck is wrong with you, Caitlin? Why were you nervous about how that person felt when you literally said nothing wrong? And so it was like one of those things where I was just like, this isn't like helping me. It's like making me like almost depressed because I'm like, there's something wrong with you. Like it's making mm-hmm. me worse. And so I had to keep like trying different ones until I found the one that worked for me. Yeah, I think that's so important to find what works for you. Um, and like what methods work for you? Because I know I've experienced that with my counselor where she's given me different, um, like tools to use 
And I had to come to her and say, okay, I've tried this and it's not working. Um, because, and like, you know, there have been times where she kind of was like, well, let's keep trying that. And I was like, it's still not working. Yeah, it's not working. Um, yeah, which I think that's so important. I think learning to, oh, I, what I would say to someone else is learn to advocate for yourself. Yeah. Like, you know yourself well enough to know, like, this isn't working or this is working, or I need to be here more often, or I don't need to be here as often, or, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, because, like, every every treatment plan, like, for, for let's just say, like, someone had, like, anxiety, like, that treatment plan is not going to be the same for, like, every person that has anxiety, and so, honestly, just keep, like, it's okay to say it's not working for you, because they know, like, every person is different, like, it's not going to, anxiety is not going to be the same in every person that has anxiety. Yeah. I think um, another thing I would say, which I don't know why what you just said made me think of this, but that's just how my brain works. Go ahead. Um, the other thing I would say to someone would be, I have a lot of things to say to people. <laughs> I was like, I'm soaking up this information. <laughs> yeah. She's like, let me get a notebook. I got to write this down. <laughs> um, another thing I would say to someone considering going to therapy is you don't have to be severely mentally ill. Yeah. Um, one thing my mom's always said, and like I said, she's a clinical counselor herself is one thing she's always said is, um, I think everyone needs to go to therapy at some point. And it doesn't have to be when you're necessarily going through a tough time. Like some people, me personally, I'm an external processor. And there have been times in my life where I was like, I don't really know who to talk to this about and or who to talk about this with. And like my counselor was the perfect person because like we've discussed, she can't share my secrets. Yeah. Um, and so I think like, you don't have to have mental illness to need to go talk to someone. Like some of us just need a little extra help with someone with advice. <laughs> yeah. That's so good. Yeah. Cause I've like, honestly, there's been times, um, where I felt like I need to go back to therapy because you know, I'm a girl, hormones. And so whenever mm-hmm. I'm hormonal, it's just like my anxiety just goes through the roof or like my depression. I'm like, I just need somebody to talk to. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, Which, that's totally true. I think that is, so I guess we could talk about some negative things about therapy because it's not perfect all the time. But I do think that is kind of a negative thing about it is it can be harder to get into someone when you have like, stopped or if you've gone before or it can be hard to start in the first place yeah um and I think that's one of the reasons why I don't necessarily feel like I'm in a place in my life where I need to be talking to someone every two weeks but I one of my friends brought up a very good point she was like yeah but everything could go real downhill really fast yeah um and that has always been, or like when you are going through a particularly hard time, you're like, please, I just, can we talk? <laughs> yeah. Cause my friend told me she was like trying to get in at like her, her college and she, they're like, okay, it'll be two weeks. And she's like, I'm literally having a mental breakdown right now. Like I <laughs> yeah. can't wait two weeks to get in. Like, that's the thing that's like, that's why I'm excited. I'm going into that field because like, we need a lot more people in that field. Yeah. Yeah, I, um, I know of people at my school, um, and other schools that have that same experience. I think it's so hard because college, um, you know, we're both college students. So I think college is the perfect time to start going to counseling. 
Yeah. Um, because I think, I feel like universities are kind of required to provide that, but I don't know. But it is free through your university. Perfect. Um, and like, you just have so much to process in college. And it's the perfect time to learn healthy coping skills. Yeah. But it is hard because if you're kind of at the mercy of your, the counselors at your particular um, college or university, and it does take a long time, you, you feel so desperate. Um, and when you're like, I have a million finals coming up this next week and I think I'm going to die. <laughs> and you're saying it's going to take three weeks. Like that but, doesn't help. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that's good too. Cause like also there's just has to be that one friend that you can trust. And like I don't know, I have friends where I just tell them each like a little like snippet of my life because like one person like I don't like how they respond when I tell them this thing, and like another person I'll tell them this thing because I like how they respond better than that. Mm -hmm. Not that we should dump all of our problems on our friends, but (laughs) if you just give them a little bit, everyone a little bit, you'll feel a little bit better. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's so important and something so important I learned this past year. I've had an amazing, incredible, large season of growth this last year that I am super proud of. Um, But one of the biggest things I learned this past year was that I externally processed. So I would go to my friends and I would talk to them and I would treat them like a counselor. And then I would feel bad because I would think I was like gossipy or something when in reality, my brain has to speak it out loud (laughs) or I will go insane. And like, I just can't like not think about it if I don't talk to someone first. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that's just, it's a hard thing because you're like, I don't want people to think I'm gossiping, but like, this is holding on into my mind for so long that like, if I don't tell someone right now, like I might explode, but like the thing to remember is, is like, you're not telling like multiple people that thing. You're just telling one person because you can't hold it in any longer. Yeah. And it's all about your intention behind it. Yeah. So like my sister-in-law will call me and say, okay, I'm just calling you because this just happened and I need to process it. And it can literally, like she called me the other day and she was like, I just went to the DMV and the lady was rude. Um, (laughs) but like that, so it's your intention behind it. She wasn't calling me to trash on the lady at the DMV. She was just like, this lady kind of hurt my feelings a little bit (laughs) and I need to share. Um, and so that's what something my grandma said is she said, it's your intention behind it. You don't have bad intentions because it, you know, you're not going around to a million different people saying, oh my gosh, did you hear what she did? Um, but I think that's another thing that was almost not spoken into my life, but I think I spoke it into my own life because I would like kind of get down on myself for feeling like I needed to talk about everything. Yeah. So it's yeah, definitely yeah. like a hard part to get through it. But like, once you get like through that part, that's like the awesomest feeling. Cause you can just like say whatever. Yeah. And I think like just better understanding yourself and are you an external processor and like, do you, how See, do you I, process? I don't know. Like I'm so bad because like I'll hold everything in and like, you know, I have like stamped the stigma and stuff and I'm like, mm-hmm. it's okay to not be okay. <laughs> I'm here like holding everything in and like there'll be moments where I just have mental breakdowns and l- my boyfriend, Jacob, he's like, it's okay. Caitlin. Like you're literally telling people it's okay to not be okay. And here you are like holding everything in. 
So like, there's definitely still some things that like, I need to work on. Like, I'm not like this perfect girl that doesn't struggle anymore. Um, yeah. But like, I'm like, definitely getting better about it. Because like, there are people that I trust that I talk to. And so I think I think definitely so like I externalize it because everything is just like, like with mental health problems, like everything is just so much in your head. Mm-hmm. Like you just have to let it out. Yeah. And I think it's so vital to have those people in your life that are like, Hey, I'm here. And like, you're telling other people that it's okay. And then you're like, not okay yourself. Like you can talk to me too. Yeah. Um, you really got me there. (laughs) Like, please speak quieter. (laughs) Quiet your voice. (laughs) Yeah, that's, that's good. I love that. And I think it's so important to have those people the people that are good to you and validate those feelings like hey you don't have to completely express everything until you're ready but I need you to understand that what you're feeling is important um yeah I love that well my last question I had was um oh wait I have two (laughs) okay um what would you say to someone who is experiencing that judgment or has experienced that judgment behind therapy? That's like, uh, that's such a hard question because like, it's hard because I have not been the person to experience that. So like, if I would put myself into like someone's shoes that is experiencing that, I feel like if I was that person, I would kind of just like keep quiet about it. Um, but also at the same time, I have a TikTok account, shameless plug for Stamp the Stigma. <laughs> there's people that are on there and they're like, you claim to be like this Christian girl and how can you struggle with like your mental health? And like, I'll do it respectfully. I'll block out their name and I'll make a TikTok back. And I'll be like, if you went onto someone's page that was struggling physically and you said these type of things, like it would not be okay. So why do we think it's okay? to do that on someone's page that is struggling mentally. Yeah. So I feel like if I, like I say, I'll do all these things or I'll say, I'll like say this if I was in that shoes, but I feel like maybe I would just tell them like what I said earlier, like, I don't understand what the big problem is because it's just like a checkup for your brain. Like there's no normal to go to a doctor. And so my short. that's it. (laughs) Yeah. No, I love that comparison because people can't deny that because I think (laughs) the thing that gets me is when people say like oh how like why would you talk about that and you know how like or that like how would you claim to be a Christian and struggle with this or whatever but like what I think some people don't understand is mental illness in general is not just someone sitting there being like oh well with me my life is so hard like (laughs) oh, I did bad on this test and now I'm upset about it and I'm so depressed. Or like, oh, I am so anxious because I have a big exam coming up. Like, no. (laughs) However, it can be like that. But I think what people don't understand is like anxiety and depression in general. And I think mental illness in general, although those are the ones I think we've both dealt with. So those are the ones we reference to the most. Um, but like, it's so much more than that. And it is a physical issue sometimes. Like it is like you were saying, um, like being dehydrated, like 
I had a similar experience several years ago where I lost like 15 pounds and I was extremely underweight. Um, and it was not healthy. Um, and like that kind of stuff is because of chemical imbalances. Yeah. And so like people just, oh, that agitates me. <laughs> yeah, just, like, I'll tell my mom, I'm like, can you believe that this person commented this on my TikTok? And she's like, well, it's because they never experienced like mental illness to a certain extent. Like, yeah, you could be like upset or anxious about something, but when you experience like mental illness f- to like a full extent, like, you know, like it's something that's serious because like, yeah. I like put it this way. Like in some cases it's, it is like life-threatening mm-hmm. and so I don't know. It's just like, I could talk about this for like five days straight. We can, we can make it a different episode. <laughs> I was like, I could keep going and going. Yeah. No, that is the biggest. Oh my gosh. That stuff agitates me so much, especially because if I, do I look like I want to be in this position? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, take it, literally take it if you want it. Like I will gladly just live my life without anxiety yeah. I am so oh my gosh you're right I'm <laughs> healed I am cured thank you for that thank you for your help I never thought about just being happy <laughs> <laughs> I love that I saw this is just stupid and not at all what we were just talking about <laughs> but I saw a um a meme that was just clearly joking that was like I don't understand why psychology majors would ever be depressed just read your notes like you're fine (laughs) that's funny and it could go the same way I'm a nursing major just read your notes and be healed you're fine um that just made me laugh so hard um okay now I have the last question that was what is one stigma about therapy that you wish you could squash I think, honestly, like, I guess that, like, people don't make it, like, how we talked about earlier, just, like, as big as a deal as they make it to be, like, that there's not, like, it's not this, like, crazy thing, or you're not a crazy person to go to therapy, that it's just, like, a normal thing, and it's, like, something that, like, honestly, like, yeah, everybody needs to go to therapy at some point in their life. Mm -hmm. I think that is my life's work. (laughs) Um, exactly what you just said. And I, honestly, some of my proudest accomplishments in life is I've had two distinct people, which I'm sure they know who they are if they're listening, um, that I've become very, very close with that said, when I first met you and you openly talked about anxiety and depression, but most specifically therapy, I thought you were crazy. Like I thought it was insane that you would willingly talk about that to just strangers like I will meet you and be like hi I'm Megan I go to therapy (laughs) like um not really obviously but like very I'll meet someone for the first time and start talking about that yeah um but they've said like over time of being friends with me like they've come to realize that that is normal and like that's my I was like crowning glory like (laughs) yes yes. we finally did it (laughs) yeah yeah so like I would say the exact same thing like I just need people to understand that like you don't have to be Looney Tunes crazy to go to therapy and that it is completely normal. Yeah. That's so awesome. I feel like that's how I am too now. Like whenever someone's like, Oh, why'd you start this podcast? I give them like 
my whole entire life story, which is <laughs> no shame. I'm just like every single detail, like here's what happened and this is what led up to it. I'm so, yes, I love, I think there's something so freeing about being so open. Yeah. Um, because if you're open and you, you know, it's easier said than done, but like just genuinely do not care. Like if I had never become friends with either of those girls, I would be so sad because they're incredible people and I love them deeply. But if they're not willing to be open about that, then you're not the kind of person I feel like I need to be around all the time because yeah. this is what I talk about all the time. You'll just continue to think I'm insane. <laughs> um, and yeah, so like, I love that. Um, just like being open about it and just, you know, I'll meet people for the first time and just casually throw it in and I'll like see them look like look at me and be like, oh, oh, did like, she mean to say that? <laughs> and but now like people are like, oh my gosh, you're doing a podcast? Like you write a blog? That's so you. You would do that. Yeah, no, it's awesome because people are like, I love how vulnerable you are with everything because then it makes me feel like I can open up. And I was like, that's exactly like why, like me and you, this is why we do Mm -hmm. what we do because we want people to open up and like share their feelings and stuff like that. Yeah, like when we posted on the Instagram, shameless plug for the Instagram. Go follow. (laughs) You're at you're doing great underscore pod. Um, (laughs) when we posted the questions we got a couple different questions um and one of them was what makes you so passionate about mental health or or and another one was why did you want to start this podcast and I think both of those go into hand to hand like we've experienced it and we've dealt with it and we need other people that we want to work as hard as we can for other people to not feel so lonely amen literally this is exactly what I wanted (laughs) you're like this life is so good like yeah thank you so yeah I love that this is great this is awesome yeah I was I'm so happy we talked about this stuff because I'm just ready for people to talk about it a little bit more yes I would love for people to um send us like messages you know (laughs) in a dream world people to like send us messages and like share their experiences in any of these questions or answer any of the questions that I asked um and like share with us those experiences because I think like you just said when you're open about it people are more open to being open with you and that's what we've so desperately want this podcast to be is people feeling like they have a place to be open yeah that's that's so cool because like there, I listen to these other podcasts and they like, they share like stories from other people and like, obviously it would be anonymous. So it'd be cool if we did like the anonymous text messages, like where you could text in, like, this is my experience. And we just like dedicated like a whole podcast episode of like sharing other people's story, just like to remind people, like, you're definitely not the only one like feeling this way or going through it. And so I feel like it, it's so helpful to hear other people's stories. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Um, because I think we can only reach so far, you know, we have limited experience. I don't have every mental illness there is. Would be crazy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No, would it be cool? I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, but like there are people that have experienced even in the realm of anxiety and depression, like there are people that have complete different experiences than I do. Um, and so I would love to hear those. Yeah. Um, well, that might be our next episode. We'll see. Let's <laughs> Stay <next>. tuned. <laughs> I love that. Thank you guys for listening. 
Um, do you have anything to add? Um, why don't we do a little challenge? Why don't we like en- encourage them to open up? Okay. Yeah. So that it's not like a huge step. So like, if you've never shared your experience with therapy or mental illness to someone, this is your sign. You go to someone that you trust and just share. You don't have to share everything, but just share something little. Yeah. That'd be really cool. Yeah. I think that even just that first, getting that first step out of the way, like going to someone saying like, I'm kind of having a hard time is very important. Yeah. It's definitely like intimidating the first time, but like once you do it, oh my gosh, you will feel so much better. Oh, floodgates open. There's no stopping it. You're like, oh, I feel so great. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I love that. So, and if you do do that and you're feeling bold, message us your experience with that. Yeah. Because we'd love to hear it, honestly. Wow. Love that. Love it. I go ahead and do that challenge, guys. Yeah. We love you guys. You're doing great. Yeah. You're doing great. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.